Yes. Today it's me and Christian again. We're gonna be going we're gonna be going over the week seventeen games. Uh and the wildcard games this next this upcoming weekend because I won't be around. So the first game is in week seventeen is Buffalo over Miami. Miami looked good after the first quarter. I think they were up 3-0. I mean, they were playing, their defense was playing well. But Buffalo put up 28 in the second quarter. I think Buffalo was too good for Miami, too good for Miami from the jump. But, and Josh Allen's just like on a tirade these past few games, so I don't think, I don't think they're going to beat him. Yeah, I think walking into this game, I thought the game was going to be a lot closer. I didn't think the Bills were going to put up 56 points on Miami's defense and win by 30. I know Roland's really sad about the loss. Yeah. I told him about it. Um, Shout out, Roly. Yeah, Roly, Roly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, man, just Miami just sort of ran out of gas and it. I think two was the answer, but he did not look great in the game. But Buffalo's offense and defense is just really good. They're just an insanely well-rounded team. It's going to be hard yeah. to stop. I think they can go far in the playoffs, depending on how Josh Allen does. Hopefully they don't pull the Ravens and just get eliminated. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Ravens, next is Baltimore over Cincinnati. This was a complete and utter beatdown, as yeah. expected, though. Yeah. Every time they're, I feel like the Ravens beat the Bengals every time I watch them play. I, I can't remember the last time I saw them lose, except for when you're talking about like the last episode, 2017. Um, well, the Ravens needed the win. It's not like they were gonna play. They were gonna play easy, so they put up 404 total rushing yards. Franchise record. God, that is insane, <laughs> bro. Like what? <laughs> um. Low key, like the Bengals were kind of hanging tough, like the first two minutes, and then Lamar said, "I, I'm gonna show you what I'm made of." And well, yeah, they got that. They got that, like 50 yard gain, and they got called back for offensive pi because like the dude just like it was like, it was, like a cross route, and it, yeah, and they kind of like clipped him, so they called pi. But and then yeah, T Higgins got injured. T Higgins got injured. I was like, oh, like why him? Yeah, so many injuries, man. But I'm happy. Um, I'm honestly more optimistic than I was than I am this year than I was last year, because now like nobody's coming for our throats, and we can just kind of like lay back and be the underdogs instead of everybody being like, "Oh yeah, the Ravens, yeah, yeah, we're dang good." But mm-hmm. this year we're not dang good. We're pretty good, but we're not dang good. So mm-hmm. I'll take yeah. I'll take a win. A win's a win, you know. Yep. Next is Cleveland over Pittsburgh. Closer game than I was expecting because the Steelers had all their top-tier players out, which is kind of worrisome for Cleveland going into the playoffs against Pittsburgh in the first round. So after the game, I think – actually, I'll get to that later. But closer than I expected, closer than probably Cleveland wanted it to be, but we'll see how it works out in the playoffs. I don't know how it's going to happen. Yeah, it didn't look bad game. Um, like, I feel like Cleveland should have ran away with this game a lot more. And I just think that, um, like, they almost tied the game up if it wasn't for that stupid two-point conversion pass. That was too high for Claypool. And honestly, 
Like, they looked good without Big Ben, but, like, I think if they have Big Ben, I'm going to take the Steelers when it gets to the next part of the episode. Kind of just revealed one of my predictions. But, uh, yeah, just the Brown. Like, it was a close game, as I expected. Uh, I had the Steelers beating the Browns because the Browns didn't have Denzel Ward, but, um, honestly, they almost did. So, you know, it's going to be a good game come playoff time, too, I think. Mm-hmm. Next is Minnesota over Detroit. A good offensive game for both teams. Mm-hmm. Not a big game though. Not a big matchup when it comes to fighting for playoff. Yeah, three and four in NFC North. So, but Kirk Cousins had a good game with four hundred and five passing yards and three touchdowns. So, good for him. That's kind of what he needed to finish his year off. Yeah. Him and Alexander Madison and Justin Jefferson had pretty good games. Justin Jefferson has the most reception yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl era, era with 1,400, which is crazy. I think he's already Solid. he's already looking like a star. Um, and I think the Stephon Diggs trade worked really well for both sides because now the Vikings got their Stephon Diggs replacement and the mm-hmm. Bills got Stephon Diggs to – help their offense too so i think both sides win this trade and i think it was like a good offensive game it was like the browns and ravens game where it was just like no defense played but just like good offense and when it's a good offensive game you know defense can't stop a good offense you know it's just a shootout and the vikings won the shootout yeah justin jefferson had another good game 133 yards on nine receptions and that's that's what made him break the rookie record for yards Beating Anquan Bolden, which he set in 2003 when he was a rookie. Yeah. Anquan Bolden was good, dude. I remember him. I was playing when I was playing Madden 11. He was a beast. Bro, on the race, dude. I love Madden 11. Throwback, dude. <laughs> All right. Next game is the New England Patriots over the New York Jets. I mean. <laughs> Uh, Newton played well. Good, just like Kirk Cousins, good for his confidence. Yeah. So Cam Newton had three passing touchdowns, one receiving touchdown, and 321 total yards. I mean, good for him. Good for him. He's had a rough year, even finding his new franchise he's going to be. Part of, which I don't know how much longer he'll be there. I don't know what New England plans on doing in the draft, but. He counted for four touchdowns and a solid win over the Jets, who were actually won their past two weeks. So I guess you could, I don't know. Yeah. Um, although, um, like, the Jets were in it for a lot of the game, and I think just the Patriots just flipped the switch for, like, a quarter, and then they just sort of scored. Yeah, it was 14-14 after the third quarter, going into the fourth quarter, and then... New England put a 14 in the fourth quarter to seal it. Then they just went on cruise control. And yeah. yeah. I don't. Maybe the Jets still get Trevor Lawrence because Justin Fields balled out, you know? Like, I don't I don't know what's going to happen with the Jeff. It's, it it com- becomes a lot closer now. But uh, yeah, just New England. They did what they had to do. You don't really have to do much to beat the Jets, but they did what they had to do. Yep. So, yeah. Yep, solid. Um, next game, which is, I got a prediction wrong here. Giants over Cowboys, 23-19. Uh, 
Giants, they did what they needed to do to try and win the East. But the Washington-Philadelphia game didn't didn't end up like they wanted it to. And uh, tough, tough break. But um, they played a... They played a hard fall game against Dallas, who actually had a better second half of their season, so that's a good win for them, but a good way to end their season either way. Yeah. Um, of course, I picked the Cowboys. Whenever I pick the Cowboys, they always lose. So, you know, if I would have picked the Giants, the Cowboys probably would have won. Sorry, Jordan Wisman. Didn't mean to mm. pick the Cowboys. But, uh, man, just the Giants – We'll, we'll, I'll talk about the Giants when we get to the Philadelphia game because I, I have some stuff to say about them. But they, they're three yeah, yeah. the NFC East for the first time since 05. And, uh, like, they didn't do anything, like, good. But, like, honestly, you're going against Dallas's defense. You could probably just stumble into the end zone. Like a blind guy yeah. probably score against Dallas. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But good win by the Giants. Next is Tampa Bay over Atlanta. 44-27. I also expected this kind of a marginable win for Tampa Bay. They Brady threw for four touchdowns. He's been having a good past like five games. Yeah, exactly what I expected. Yeah, just Atlanta kept it pretty close though. Like a lot of these games, like they had it pretty close, and I think just one team just sort of floored it, <clears throat> and then they just left the other team in the dust. But you know. I think if Atlanta can work on their deep, like I think they just need to rebuild, man. Like this, it's time to blow it up. Like they, like they could be a good team if they actually play up to their potential. And it might have been different if Julio Jones is playing. Probably not that much of a difference, but their defense is terrible. Um, yep. but you know, I just think it's time to blow it up and just, uh, just quit because ever since that Super Bowl, like. I can't believe this team was in the Super Bowl about to win, and then they blew a lead. Now they're four and twelve. Like I wouldn't have expected that. If you asked mm-hmm. me that day, I would have been like, "Are you crazy?" But uh, yeah, uh, Buccaneers get the win that they need, and they get eleven wins on the season for the first time since '05 and clinch that fifth seed. Yep. Next is New Orleans over Carolina. New Orleans defense balled out. They have five interceptions. But, I mean, what do you expect from a Carolina offense without McCaffrey? So, so uh, I mean, it's all a win. They clinched their two seed with that. Yeah. Good, yeah. good, good defensive game. Not really a good offensive game. Just a mediocre game. But that's all I need against Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they could have had six interceptions too, because I remember Malcolm Jenkins. Am I lagging? Or no? Am I good? All right, uh, Malcolm Jenkins, or it was either Janoris or Malcolm. He had a wide open pick six, and he dropped the ball when he caught it. Now, as a fan of the owner of the Saints defense at the time, I was kind of mad, but they they clutched up and got me five interceptions. But uh, you know, just. I think New Orleans defense is very underrated. I think they have a really good defensive unit, and I think the offense is kind of going to be their problem this year because Drew Brees can't throw for more than 20 yards uh, this yeah. year. Um, but, you know, they did what they had to do against Carolina. And, um, you know, they got a pretty easy, they got a pretty easy win. And the defense, the defense clutched up in that game, like five picks. 
And Teddy Bridgewater is not the answer. How do you throw five picks in a game and don't get benched? I think he did mm-hmm. get benched, maybe. But it's like, come on, man. You're not, you're not getting paid $44 million over four years to do this. Like, come on, man. That faith mm-hmm. me. Uh, yeah. So, next is Indianapolis over Jacksonville. Not not really a tight game, but just like 14 points solid. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I assumed it would be a little closer since Jacksonville beat them in week one. They kind of know their gameplay and their game plan. But Colts became a better team as the season went on, so I'm not surprised they won. Jonathan Taylor rushed for franchise record, 253 yards and two touchdowns. And, yeah, just a solid way to finish the season for Indianapolis. Yeah, John was great in that game. He balled out. And remember when they played the Ravens earlier this year, they were like, man, Jonathan Taylor's not the answer or whatever. They're like, there's not what they were looking for. But then he, he turned it up in the second half of the season. He's like, I think he's like the best, like the best running back in the class so far, um, he's looked awesome, and I think the the, the Jags is like dead. But we already know they're taking for Trevor Lawrence or Justin. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's yep. it's whatever. So I think Jacksonville's fine with losing. And I think the Colts are fine with a win. Although I think when we get into the next game, we're, the Colts fans might get a little bit mad. But, uh, or if it's the next game. But the Colts fans might be a little bit mad when we talk about the Titans game. Yep, that is the next game. Next is Tennessee over Houston. Quite a tight one. This worries me for Tennessee. But Henry surpasses, Henry surpasses 2,000 rushing yards. Great accomplishment. Last yeah. person to do that was, I forget what year it was, but it was Adrian Peterson, and it's a pretty good list, list to be on because he's a legend. So, And, yeah. Good for him, but this is this is worrisome for Tennessee considering they had everyone in. Yeah, it just shows how porous Tennessee's passing defense is, and how much of a weakness it is. Like when you have a really great quarterback like Deshaun Watson, like how do you let David Johnson run all over you, and how do you let Deshaun Watson with no Will Fuller and no D Hop, obviously because he's not on the team, how do you let him pass all over you? You know, and this gives me hope for the playoffs, but um, and also the, this game could have easily went to overtime if it wasn't for that. That field goal was so lucky, so yeah. lucky. Um, I know Cody Parkey's punch in the air. Houston has a horrible defense. Mitch Trubisky shredded them. So I've if even if Houston had a mediocre defense, I think they would have won. I just think their defense is just so bad that Deshaun Watson was like holding up, but their defense is just so bad they let they let forty one. Yeah. All right. Next, next. Oh, bro, just I know Cody Park. He's punching the air after that. He saw that doink. Yeah. That that that's so lucky, man. Like like the football guys are the football guys are like okay, let's just give them the win, guys. But yeah. It kind of made me mad. I'd much rather would have wanted to play the Colts and the Titans in the playoffs, but I don't care. So, yeah, it's yep. whatever. Next is Los Angeles Chargers over Kansas City. Uh, I mean, they, had, they didn't have anyone in, so. 
They didn't have anyone in, so I, yep. We would. Gimme win. Yeah. You know. Um, Justin Herbert did throw for for 302 yards and accounted for four touchdowns. I don't don't think they really took anyone out for their defense, though, so that's solid for him. Yeah. Yeah. Just Herbert. We're 31 that season, rookie record. You know, just he's a stud. And honestly, if the Chargers didn't blow a bunch of the games this year, I think they'd be a playoff team this year, which is sad. But, uh, you know, especially with no Keenan Allen, too. Um, Chiefs, just without Mahomes and Hill. I don't know if they rested Kelsey. They might have rested Kelsey. But without them. They they just look dead in the water. Yeah, so I uh, it's injured. I just I don't see them making it far in the playoffs. I don't wish I'm not wishing injury. I just I just don't see them making it far if one of them does get injured. Yep. Well, the Chargers lost seven games by less than a touchdown this year, so that's tough for them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Say they win four of those games, they'd be. Eleven and five. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. So, all right. Next game is Raiders over Broncos. I said sizable W for the Raiders, but there's only one point. So, a little bit of wrong prediction. I had the winner right, but not the way it was going to turn out. But yeah, I said it was gonna. I said it was gonna be a Raiders win. I didn't know if it was gonna be a blowout or not because the Raiders are just such a hard team to predict. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that the Broncos attempted a seventy-yard field goal. Jeez. And it got blocked. <laughs> um, I said that Waller was gonna feast. Waller did feast. He Waller just played a great game. Car looked good, and they did the same thing last year when they went against the Broncos. They. They won like for two last year, didn't get it, and ended up losing and missing the playoffs because they didn't get the two point conversion, which is is funny. But which uh, this time they did. You know, they got it, but it doesn't matter this year because they weren't gonna make the playoffs anyways. Yeah. So Yeah. Good win by the Raiders though, I guess. But you know they rally back to they they committed four turnovers and then they rally back to get all these points and win. So yeah. Good for them. They finished with a 500, 500 winning percentage, so that's solid. 8-8. Eight and eight. So, solid for them. Next is Rams over Cardinals. Uh, I figured the defense would lead the Rams against – or past Arizona. But, I mean, John Wolford didn't throw – he held his own. He didn't throw any touchdowns or run for any touchdowns, but – he held his own after he threw an interception on the first play of the game. He, I'm not sure how he'll do in the playoffs, but their defense definitely held up. And if their defense can hold up and John Wolford can play at least mediocre, I think they can at least get through the first round. I think Goff's coming back next week. so He's still questionable. So if Wolford yeah, going down for the Cardinals really um, didn't do much for them. It didn't help them. And when he came back in, you could tell that he wasn't 100%. Um, but just 
just an overall disappointing season from the Cardinals. I think I don't know what's really wrong with their team. I saw some guys say that the Cardinals need another wide receiver. I'm like, I, I think their problem's the defense. I think their defense is just trash. Pat Pete's washed. Just so much is wrong with that defense. And I think that that's priority number one, the fix and getting a wide receiver. Another one, even though you already have DeAndre Hopkins, it's just like to be a secondary thing. But, you know, I don't watch every Cardinals game. But that's what I see is wrong with their team. So, yeah, I mean, Kyler Murray, Kyler Murray went out in the fourth quarter, I believe. Uh, Chris Streveler played basically the rest but of the game. You, I'm sure Kyler Murray came back in the fourth quarter, but this game probably had a much different outcome if he didn't get hurt. Yeah. I mean, he was questionable going into it, though. So, yeah. Next is Seahawks over 49ers. Kind of disappointing for them. They had a rally back to win against 49ers, which is kind of rough. I uh, I don't think this is a big deal for them. I think they should just watch out. So I think they need they need they need their offense and their defense to play well in order for them to get far into the playoffs. Their defense played well against Los Angeles, and that helped them win that game. But if both of their if their offense and defense does not hold up both at the same time, then I don't think that they can make it anywhere, honestly. Because they, I mean, they got first in the NBC West, but I just don't think that they can hold up with just their offense or just their defense. Yeah, I agree. Um, Russell Wilson has looked very. Uh, like he's looked very wishy-washy in these past yeah, few was, weeks. He was in the MVP race, kind of right in the beginning of the season, and then he fell off very quickly, and his gameplay became worse and worse and worse. I think he lost his MVP during the char- the first Chargers game or the first Cardinals game, because he threw three picks, and one of the picks sealed the game for the Chargers, or the Card. I keep saying Chargers, Cardinals. Oh, but. I agree with you. I think that their like their defense has been playing actually really good lately, and the, like it's it's the offense that's been the problem. So it's kind of like a different, it's the exact opposite conversation yeah, we were having. Can never be on. One of them can never be on at the same time. That's the problem with them. Yeah, they need both of them to be good at the same time, and then they'll then they'll succeed greatly. Yeah, I don't even know what they need to have a better o- offense because I think they have like. I think Russell Wilson's a great quarterback. I think DK Metcalf's a good receiver. I think mm-hmm. Rockets a good receiver. I think they just need line help. Yeah. I guess we'll see what they do in the draft this year. Yep. Um, last game, Washington over Philadelphia. I think you and I both have a lot to say about this. Uh, yeah. For some reason, Doug Peterson took out Jalen Hurts. I don't know why he would ever do that. I mean, yeah. Is it? Do you think it's because they don't like the Giants? Like, why do you think they did it? For draft pick or what? I think they did it for the draft pick. I don't know why the Giants fans are so mad. Like, I get that it ruined the culture of the game. But, like, you shouldn't have to be rooting on another team to get you a playoff spot. Like, yeah. honestly, you should just... 
have more than like nobody in that division deserves to make the playoffs. Maybe Washington, but nobody in that division deserves to make the playoffs. And you're gonna complain when you have six wins. Like get more than six wins next season, and you won't have to rely on the Eagles to beat the Gi- or the football team. Yep. So like that's what makes me mad about the Giants. But um, you know, it's just I I get what the Eagles are doing. Um like yeah, I know it sucks to watch them tank on live TV. And I know they're being, like, harassed. They're probably uh, the most hated team in the NFL right now. But, like, you know, the Jets have been tanking all year. So, like, we're not going to have a problem with them tanking or whatever. But, like, you know, I think it's just, like, the Eagles just do it on live TV for everyone to see. And people just got a problem with it. So, you know. We just came interview. Doug Pearson said, Yes, I was coaching to win. Yes, that was my decision solely. Nate has been here for four years, and I felt he deserved an opportunity to get some snaps. If you were coaching to win, you would not have Nate Sudfeld, who hasn't thrown a pass in an NFL game since 2018, just come in randomly when Hurts, like, over Hurts. Like, Hurts is good for them. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know why he said he was coaching the winnings. It did not look like it. Yeah, I saw a lot of the Giants players getting mad over everything. It kind of made me laugh a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of the Eagles fans, and the Eagles players, like Zach Ertz, like that speech was a sad speech, you know, just like they're losing. I think they're losing the last of their Super Bowl uh people so um you know it sucks you know i remember talking to dylan he was he was sad that the eagles were starting to rebuild or like that Ertz was going and Wentz and kelsey probably aren't happy with the team and i was was like you know that's just what happens you know but like same thing happened with the ravens you know after they won their super bowl same thing happened with the packers after they won their super bowl you know yep you know, you got to rebuild and restock, you know, like you got your Super Bowl, but now your window's closed. So you have to try to open it back up by rebuilding, you know, it's it sucks. But that's why the Chiefs are in luck. They got a young Patrick Holmes to lead them to a Super Bowl. So now they really don't have to yeah. worry about it yet. So, yeah. But with like aging quarterbacks, like, like like Rodgers or like Philip Rivers or who else? Brady. Brady, yeah. Like stuff like that. And mm, that was uh yeah, just just people like that who are on their downhill slope towards their end of their career. That's what happens when you do well with them. That's going to diminish. You're going to have to start rebuilding. It just happens. That's how franchises work. He's got to put faith in the future. Yes. Okay. And then right. Packers and Bears. Packers and Bears. I was just about to say that. I forgot about that one. All right. Uh, Packers, Bears. It was close in the in the first half. 21-13. Green Bay after the first half. I mean, Packers didn't really have, like, a crazy good game. They put up 21 in the second quarter. 
14 in the fourth quarter, nothing in each other ones. Mm-hmm. I mean, they got the job done. Aaron Rodgers threw, threw for four more touchdowns, I think, making his final leap towards the MVP race. Mm-hmm. I, I think they played well, earned, earned their first round bye in the playoffs. Chicago still managed to make it into the playoffs with all these wins and losses and stuff. And because yeah. yeah. I think if Arizona beat Los Angeles and Bears would be out of it, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, Rodgers, I think, in the second quarter before Valdez Scanling dropped that touchdown pass, I think he was throwing a per- – or no, and that, that got called back, so it was still perfect after – that play, but he was throwing. He threw a really good game. I think he he didn't have an incomplete pass until like late in the game, which is crazy. Um, yep. But a lot of the touchdowns came in like the fourth quarter, like garbage time, you know. But yep. I think, but uh, you know, still a good win for them. Good, good uh, momentum's momentum win, so they go into the playoffs with some momentum and just. Uh, going to their bye with good win, you know? Yep. The Bears got the ball first, and they scored on their first drive, and they didn't score a touchdown since, like, after that. So, I think either the Packers figured them out or something happened with their offense. I don't know, but they had a rough offensive game after the first quarter. They were looking good after the first quarter. But, um, yeah, Salah went for Packers. Got the first round bye. Good stuff. Bears could be so good, man. Like, I feel like they could be so good, but, like, their offense just holds them back. And even, like, Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson, like, they, like they're, they're, they've played good, but, like, they haven't been, like, the best linebacker or, like, best free safety or whatever. Yeah. Like, which sucks. I think that holds them back, too. But, like, there's, there's a few holes in this team, and if they patch them, I think they can get back to the Super Bowl contender window, maybe. Yeah, I think they're just like on the verge of being good. They're just like, but they're on they're on the bad side so far. They're just on the verge of crossing over. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go over a few things. Good news for Tampa Bay: Mike Evans only a hyperextended his leg. There was no structural damage. He's still questionable for Saturday or Sunday. I forget what, what day they play, but that's good for them because that was a big scare. It looked really gross when I when I saw it on in the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the All fact right. that the football team gets home field advantage, or like, or they get like home field in the first game, is just crazy. Pretty rough. Like, I wish they would change the format of the playoffs. Like, I hate how a division winner gets like the one, two, three, and four seed. I think it should be like the top seven teams get in, and then like the rest don't. But that'd be weird. But it's whatever. All right. Okay. This is quite controversial, actually. Well, you think James Harden will be traded this season? Uh, maybe. I think if the Rockets do good, I, don't, I think he won't. But I think if they start to not do good, I think they'll move on because they can get a lot of capita or capital. My bad for him. Like, uh, like if well, they trade the Sixers, so, they get some good pieces. If so, where do you think he'd end up? Probably Philly. I think Philly's his top destination. I think that's where he wants to go, and I think Philly wants him, which I don't understand why Philly would want him. I think they're doing good without him. So if they – like, why would you trade for a ball-dominant player when 
Simmons, Seth Curry, Embiid. Like everybody's playing well on that team. I think they're like six and one or five and one or something like that right now, which is really good for the Seventy Sixers team. Do you and, think they uh, trade Simmons if they got Harden? Mm, I don't. I don't know. I think they probably would have to, but I don't yeah. know if they put Harden at the two or the one. I think they they might put him at the one if they do trade him. I just it just depends what happens during the season, in my opinion. Just yeah. for whatever. Yeah, it, it all depends on how the Rockets do. If the Rockets get like another better player, I think he'll he'll stick around, but. All right, uh, Tatum had 40 last night and led Boston to a win with, like, three other guards out. Is he Boston's franchise player? Yeah. Easily Boston's franchise player, in my opinion. He's just... I think he's their best player since Paul Pierce. And... Because I don't really remember... Like, you could maybe say Isaiah Thomas, but... Yeah, uh, but that was like a... a stretch of it, like a small stretch of that he had the spotlight. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I got that. Yeah. But, yeah, he put up 40 with, like, three other guards out and led them to a win over Toronto, I think it was. Like, he's an animal. He's just a baller, man. He knows how to score. And I saw him at Duke, and he was, he was also a beast. And yeah, he's always been it from the jump. Mm-hmm. Next, why did the Eagles make such horrible moves against Washington? Do you mean like why did they like purposely go off sides? Why did they put in Nate like, Sudfeld? Why, yeah, why did they? Why do you you think they did it because of draft pick or what do you? Do you think they just think did it because of draft pick? I don't think it was specifically said the Giants wouldn't make the playoffs. Uh, that's what a lot of Giants fans are making it out to be. But yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. They're, really acting, they're acting like they did that like like against them. I see a lot of tweets from a bunch of Giants players like saying that. Like they don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a rough game for the Eagles. And then, then emotional afterwards, it was just crazy. It was weird. Yeah, I have a basketball question. Uh, do you think that the Knicks are legit? Like, do you think that they can make the playoffs, or do you think that it's just a fluke right now, or it's too early in the season? They are four and three, playing some good basketball. Um, Julius Randle looks like one of the best players in the league right now. Same with RJ Barrett. And uh, yeah, what do you think? What do you think about that? I mean. I think they don't have the talent to do something with it. Mm-hmm. But there's always been, like, hot stretches of teams in the beginning of the season and stuff like that. At any point in the season, actually. Like, I just don't – I don't – I think it might be a little too early to call that if it's a fluke or not. But they'd mm-hmm. have the talent to – they have the talent to do something. Oh, Julius Randle is quite an old man. Uh, he's been around for a while. If he continues like that, I think R.J. Barrett and how much is Emmanuel quickly playing? I haven't really been looking up that. Uh, I don't know. I think he's been getting in a few. I don't think Julius Randle's that all. I think he's like twenty six or twenty five. Let me look it up. Actually, dude, I feel like he's been around forever. Yeah, yeah, that, that's 
But, I mean, they have that potential. I just don't know how they're going to execute it. So, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. All right. My next question, I'll answer it first. Should the Chargers have fired head coach Anthony Lynn? I don't think they should have. I mean, he had 33 and 31 record as head regular season record as head coach and a one and one record in the postseason. I don't think he was that bad. Like, like I said earlier, like I said earlier, they lost seven games by less than a touchdown this season. Like I don't really think it's completely his fault. Yeah, I I, I think that uh, I think that Anthony Lynn the firing was needed, in my opinion. He's a special teams coach, and their special teams sucked. Um, the blown leads were on him and his terrible play calling. I remember watching the Bills game and being like, "Why are you running the ball?" And with 30 seconds left and no timeouts, like, are you trying to lose on purpose? Or, like, are you trying to win? Like, because that's not how you win a game. Mm-hmm. And just some of his play calling is just really boneheaded. And I think people really wanted him fired after the 45 to nothing loss against the Patriots. So mm-hmm. uh, I think this is a good move. And I think it's a move that I saw coming uh, very soon. Yeah, I think it's very happened. His regular season had his regular season. Record wasn't that bad as the numbers show, but once you look at like all the games, like side by side, looking at all the stats and stuff, like how they lost, why they lost, I think then you can probably see why they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And announced yesterday, March Madness is going to be held in Indiana. Was this a good move for COVID, or could they have played normally? You think? Uh. Well, I mean, I don't really know how the COVID situation is going to be in three months or two months, two and a half months, however long it is. Um, but if it's better, it's fine because, the, like, if it's worse, then they made a good move. But I think it's still a, good, a safe move because they're just going with the safest option right now. Um, you know, just having a bubble so that all the people can say stay, stay, stay safe. And, yeah, um, I think it's a good move that they're just playing in Indiana and just keeping it there and uh, limiting the spread of the virus. Said so hopefully, because I think what they're expecting is hopefully like later this year, like maybe even like next year or like soon, we won't have to be doing all this stuff and it'll all be solved by the end of the year. So mm-hmm. you know, we'll have fans back, which I'm I hope happens because. I miss going to sports games and I miss normal life. So, yeah. Yes, sir. Okay, and this announced about an hour and a half, two hours ago. Devontae Smith wins the Heisman. I think he kind of, like, made his final stretch for it against Notre Dame. He had 130 yards, three touchdowns. Honestly, when we were talking about the Heisman race, we did not really bring him up. I don't, I don't know why we didn't really. We kind of brought said he was going to win. Who? Just said he was going to win, though. I mean, we had Trevor and Mac Jones mostly. Like, we were looking at those I mean, two. I said, I said Devontae Swift. I think Austin said Devontae Swift. I think you said Devontae Swift or Devontae Swift, I, whatever his name is. Smith. I never said his name. I briefly mentioned him. I didn't really think he'd win. I had Mac Jones. Ooh, I just. I mean, I knew he had. He put up really good numbers, but. Jeez. Yeah, I was hey. at the gym when they announced it. And uh, I think he deserved it. He had a really good year. Mm-hmm. But uh, 
he just seems like he's going to be a good leader. I think he's going to be a stud. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think I think he'll get drafted if he declares. I think he'll get drafted pretty high. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, now on to the wild card games this weekend. Okay, so starting off with the first Saturday game, Indianapolis at Buffalo. I think if Jonathan, I think if Jonathan Taylor can can use a play like he did in Week 17, and basically the second half of the season, then Indianapolis has a chance. To be honest, the Bills gameplay kind of comes off Allen's performance, uh-huh. based on how he performs. Indianapolis is a better defense. It just depends on how their offensive weapons perform. So, I mean, yeah. it's just yeah. not really completely a toss-up. I think it, leaning more towards the Bills, it just kind of depends on how Josh Allen plays. Because we, I don't think we've ever seen him in a in a playoff game before. I don't know how he's going to do. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah, we saw him in a playoff game last year, and they blew a lead to the Houston Texans. Um, yeah, that much, he doesn't have much of a career in playoff. I just, I think the Colts are going to make it really close, and I think a lot of people are counting out the Colts in this game. Um, I think any team could win this week, honestly. I think, like, any one team, like, I think everybody has an equal chance of winning. Like, there's no blowouts. Like, maybe the Buccaneers in Washington game, but I even think Washington's going to compete really well with Tampa Bay. Um, but I think the Colts, if if they play good offense... And if they can just stop Josh Allen for one half, I'm saying if they stop him for one half, they will win this game. It's hard to do, but it's possible. And mm-hmm. I think that they can do it. But I, I'm still going to take the Bills because yes. they're, the they're the hottest team in football right now. Yes. Next is Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. This is this – is the. There's a lot here. So, although golf is questionable, if he doesn't play, Seattle has little to no game field. He's one game, one game of John Wolford of film. So, like, I don't really think they have seen him much. It would be a stretch to say Los Angeles will win, but with Wolford only playing one game, gives Los Angeles an advantage with the film and all that. I don't know if Cooper Cup's coming back. I'm not sure how that that COVID protocol is going, but I think. Along with Los Angeles, Los Angeles's excellent defense, I think if Whitworth and Cup come back, I still believe Los Angeles has a fighting chance with their defense and the John Wolford situation. Um, yeah, uh, Sean McVay said that Cooper Cup's expected to be activated tomorrow from the COVID list, so we'll be able to play. Okay, okay. On Saturday, I think if it was like two weeks ago. Before the Rams lost to the Jets, I would easily have the Rams over the Seahawks, but we're in a different situation. I think the Rams could pull it out. I think the Seahawks could pull it out. It just depends who plays better offense in this game. And if like if the Rams play good offense, they win. But if the Seahawks play good defense, I think they'll win. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, this is also just, a toss-up, just like Indianapolis-Buffalo. I mean, this playoffs, I don't expect a blowout, really. I played a lot of close games. A lot of these games are going to be, I think, are going to be really good games, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Next would be like the least amount of a toss up, but Tampa Bay at Washington. Although Washington can pull off an upset over anyone with their energy and intensity, I think Tampa Bay 
kind of has a decent W here. Especially if Mike Evans plays, he's still questionable after the hyperextension. But if I think Mike Evans plays, I think that they're kind of set considering their performance in the second half of the season. But you never know with Washington, so I'm not going to count them out. Yeah. Um, uh, it's it's hard to determine a winner here because you can easily say Washington. But I think I got the Tampa Bay because Chase Young did the unthinkable. He counted out Tom Brady. And you never count out Tom Brady. Mm. And I think he's going to... He's gonna be shocked. I think the Buccaneers are gonna get a get a nice win over the football team, and Tom Brady's gonna be like, "Yeah, Chase, next time, don't count me out or don't get too confident, because you only won seven games this year, bud." Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think if Mike Evans plays, even if Mike Evans doesn't play, I think they'll still win because they their offense has too much firepower. So. Yeah, recently has been nuts. Mm. All right. Now on to Sunday's Walker games. First one is Baltimore and Tennessee. This game, just like most Titans game, really de- really rely on Derrick Henry's gameplay. I believe if the Ravens defense plays like like Green Bay did against Titans, just like holding like a lot of pressures, holding holding Derrick Henry back, I think that the Ravens have a big W if they hold Derrick Henry back. Because you forced Ryan Tannehill to throw, he's gonna he's not gonna be very superb, I guess you could say. That so then I have the Ravens win, but this is this is still a toss up depending on how Derrick Henry does. I mean, he usually does good, but another toss up, another game, another toss up. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Ravens. Obviously, I never root against my own team, um, but man, now that we have Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams back along with Derrick Wolf, and like I think our defense is getting back to being healthy. Um, I think that we're we're in great position to beat the Titans, and I think it's going to be a close game. But like you said, if we can make Derrick Henry a liability and make Ryan Tenhill have to win us but with his arm, made it, or allow him to have to beat us with a, his arm, mm-hmm. I think that the Ravens will win this game. I think that they'll win this game by double digits. Um, and I think that Lamar is going to prove – I think Lamar's going to win his first playoff game, hopefully. set. Hopefully the talking will stop for a while, hopefully. But who knows? Okay, next is Chicago at New Orleans. Earlier this season, New Orleans only won 26-23 in an overtime field goal against the Bears because the Bears held them tight that game. A narrow victory earlier this season, I just – this is this is hard because this was around the time the Bears were doing good. They were doing good early this season, and then they started falling off, and then they started they came back, and you know it's just it's hard to predict it. But I think that the Saints have this one. Yeah, the Saints have been rolling, and I think their defense is a lot better. And I think it's a better unit, and now the Drew Brees back. I think Kamara's gonna Kamara's gonna be back. I think so. You know, I think Michael Thomas might even be back. So, uh, yeah, in my know. opinion, David Montgomery is good, but I don't even think he's best running back in this game. I think it's Kamara. New Orleans are nine point five point favorites. So 
I mean, it's kind of like just let's see what the Bears can do. I don't know. I mean, it's just really how they have to play good on both sides. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good game. I think it's going to be like a semi-close game. But I think I'm going to take the Saints by a score. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Next or last is the last Sunday game is Cleveland at Pittsburgh. Okay. Considering Cleveland barely beat Pittsburgh 24-22 in their Week 17 game, while Pittsburgh had all their good players out, I almost have to take Pittsburgh. Yeah. I think Cleveland's run deep will lock down James Conner like they did in Week 17 while he only had 37 yards, no touchdowns. I think Pittsburgh will edge them with Ross, not really with Roethlisberger's arm, but just like his decision-making and just knowing where to throw the football. And then their fifth-ranked defense – I think that's enough to pull them through. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that uh, the Steelers will win this. Um, just Big Ben has better playoff experience. Like This is the Browns' first playoff berth in, since 2002, and I think that Big Ben's just a veteran who's going to lead him to the pl- like lead him to a win because he just knows the playoffs and he just knows that everything's at stake, you know? Mm-hmm. I think Ben's more of a winner. I think it's going to be a really good game, though. Yeah, I think I think it won't be a blowout though. I just mm-hmm. think that Pittsburgh will edge them with their defense and Roethlisberger's mentality. I agree. Okay, that's everything we have to cover tonight of episode nine. Next episode is a very special episode. We're having it's a me Mario from TikTok on to talk about himself and his basketball content. I'm extremely excited. This is, I think it'll be our best episode yet, episode 10. And yeah, tune into that. I'm stoked. I'm so, stoked too. I'm excited. <laughs> so follow him on Instagram. It's a me, it's a me Mario. And on TikTok, at it's a me Mario. Uh, thank you for tuning in to episode 9 of 410 Sports Podcast. Have a good one.